0: Welcome to Well That Was Weird, the podcast, Serial Saturday edition, where each week we discuss a different killer and give our opinions on their heinous crimes. My name is Isaiah.
1: And I'm Chance, and this week we are discussing Jerome Henry Brudos, a.k.a. Jerry Brudos. Uh, he's also known as the Lust Killer or the Shoe Fetish Slayer.
0: <laughs> or Jerbear Bear, for those close
1: enough. <laughs> Jer <Jer-Bear>. Um... <laughs> So, uh, Jerry Brudos. um, Can I just say real quick?
0: I'm looking at his mug. I'm assuming this is a mugshot on Wikipedia.
1: Where he's all Um, like fat and bald?
0: Yeah. I have a fear that I'm going to look just like Jerry Brudos when I get old. (laughs) (laughs) Just those glasses, that dead eye stare if I live that long. And, oh, God, please let me keep my hair. I don't want to look like Jerry Brudos. (laughs)
1: Um, for those of you who don't know Jerry Brudos, um, let kind of go through a few little facts about him in general, and then we'll kind of get into, uh, his entire life and his, all of his murders that he's actually, um, committed. Uh, so Jerry Brudos, he's actually dead now, but mm-hmm. he was born in, uh, 1939, he died in 2006 he was only 67 years old but uh he died of liver cancer so i don't know if that's a fitting death for a what a yeah serial like serial killer
0: isn't that just a slap in the face to those families where it's like like what happened to your daughter oh she was uh defiled and uh you know like cannibalized or sliced in half by jerry bruto's like oh God, what happened to him? They kill him no liver cancer <laughs> liver yeah,
1: exactly liver cancer <laughs> no
0: car accidents <laughs> like
1: it's the worst um <clears throat> he was actually only active, like an active serial killer for a relatively short amount of time, mm. only about a year and three months or so. that's wild. How many victims did he have oh, only four four no
0: no, no, okay, Known. Known. okay
1: gotcha <laughs> um. It's, he's one of those where they're not quite a hundred percent sure. Well,
0: he did a lot of like weird crime too that wasn't murder.
1: Yes, like, um, he
0: he was just a creepy dude all around.
1: Yeah, exactly, and and a lot of it he says, which I mean, again, it kind of goes into what we talked about with Ed Kemper. Ed Kemper had had a crazy mother who basically fucking hated him. <laughs> And Jerry Brudos is a... It's almost a carbon copy again. Um, He was born in uh, South Dakota. Um, He was the younger of two boys. Um, His mother actually wanted a girl because she already had a son and she wanted a a boy or a a girl. Um, And she was really, really upset that she had another son instead. (laughs) And because she didn't like him because he was a, a boy she basically abused him emotionally and physically all the time. Yep. I mean, yeah, uh, she was just, she was terrible to him all the time. Um, so when he was about five years old, uh, he discovered that he had a fetish for women's shoes. <laughs> um, Apparently oh he God. was playing around in a junkyard. <laughs> yeah. And found a pair of high heels. He was like, ooh, those are cute. Yeah. um, And I guess he took them home. And apparently his mother caught him wearing the shoes. And so she took them away and destroyed them. I think she burned them. I don't know yeah. 100%. She probably wore um,
0: them herself because they were so darn cute.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know exactly what <laughs> happened. But um. She would ignore him, you know, belittle him all the time, yeah, and basically just kept talking shit to him because he wasn't the little girl he she wanted. So was was Jerry?
0: Was he gay, or did he just have a thing about shoes?
1: He just had a thing with shoes. He wasn't gay.
0: Yeah, like it didn't. It never evolved into him like wearing women's clothing or anything. It was just specifically
1: women's shoes. Um, specifically women's shoes. He has a few other fetishes that we'll kind of get to. Um, <clears throat> he also has a, a... He also had a... a thing for women's underwear as well. Mm. But um, apparently he also uh, tried to steal the shoes from his first grade teacher. <laughs> he tried to steal her shoes like at school.
0: While she was wearing them,
1: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know exactly what happened there. I've I've looked all over. um... (laughs) What are you doing
0: with that kitchen knife, Jerry? Give me your shoes, bitch. Ah." (laughs) 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 Little goblin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's like one of those gremlins that like steal shoes,
1: like the cobblers. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Um. So, apparently, um, yeah, he tried to steal his first grade teacher's shoes. He also started stealing women's underwear from neighboring homes, from neighbors. Um, and then, of course, he started to develop a fantasy life which involved violence against women because he hated his mother so much. This
0: I'm starting to see a trend here with awful mothers and serial killers.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean... Yeah.
0: Like, I'm not saying it's entirely attributed to how they tr- treated their kids, but it was definitely a major factor. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that for, like, Ed Kemper, like, he probably wouldn't have murdered anybody if she wouldn't have treated him so bad. Probably. Like, he was probably still going to have some sort of, like, weird uh, tendencies, but, like, we were saying, like, sure. the dude was considered a genius, technically. Like, he was just so smart. But he yeah. was so quirky and like coupled with his mother's hatred for him, like it sent the dude over the edge.
1: Yeah. Like exactly. what a
0: lot of people don't know is that before Stephen Hawking was paralyzed, he was on track to be the world's most insane serial killer. But <laughs> you know, he couldn't move. So he was like, I guess I'll do like Dark Theory or whatever it's called. <laughs> you know, like
1: um. So Brutos kind of eventually you know things escalated a little bit more he he did spend most most of his teen years in and out of psychotherapy and psychiatric hospitals just cuz he had he was kind of messed up from his mother hating him so bad
0: so they i mean they th- that means that they recognized something was wrong yes. with him right like so there yes. was i'm not going to say there was an attempt but what was uh, so he was born in 39 which means his teens <clears throat> in the 50s so yeah. I don't know how psychotherapy and things were working in the 50s I'm assuming it was still pretty bad where it was like oh if you're a chronic masturbator then you're I deemed don't insane or something you know I don't I don't know when that got better
1: at all Um so in his teenage years <clears throat> Brudos began to stalk local women and he would like, run it behind him and knock him down, or choke them until they were unconscious, and then take their shoes and run away. <laughs> what? So,
0: <laughs> like, don't, like, that's the behavior of someone that's probably like a rapist or something. And they're like, please don't, like, don't do anything. And he's like, just give me your shoes. Ah, and he just chokes them out and then runs off just with them. Give him. me your he's shoes, like... bitch. I'm going to get out of here. <laughs>
1: they're like, take my purse. He's like, give me your
0: shoes. Like, what? <laughs>
1: I oh, don't know, man. Like, all right. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> at age 17, he finally actually abducted a woman. Okay,
0: so it's evolving pretty
1: quick. Yes. Um. He threatened a teenage girl with a knife and forced her to take off her clothes, and then he took photos of her naked body. Um. But he also... Some reports also indicate that he beat her um, so, but for these crimes, he was sentenced to time in Oregon State Hospital psychiatric ward. So they, they found out like he let her go, I guess. Yes. Um, so for his crimes, he spent time in Oregon State's psychiatric ward, but he was still able to a- attend school during the day. <laughs> like he would spend his nights at the psychiatric ward at night.
0: <laughs> so, hey Jerry, can we come over to your house after school? He's like,
1: I don't think so. <laughs> yeah um um so yes he he was spent there nine months um they found that a lot of his sexual fantasies revolved around his hatred towards his mother and women in general again another carbon copy of ed Kemper. yep um so he underwent a psychiatric evaluation during this time and was diagnosed with schizophrenia um But even despite all of this, you know, having to deal with the institutionalization after school in the evenings and and all that, he actually graduated from high school in 1957. Oh, good for him. Um, So he, after graduating, uh, he actually became an electronics technician.
0: (laughs) What is up with these (laughs) killers having the potential to be like, have like these really like dope jobs?
1: (laughs) I don't know, man. I guess they must all be kind of smart. I don't know.
0: Like in our last episode, the killing of Tim McLean, like his killer well, was, yeah. an, was an IT technician, you know, like.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. He was like a computer programmer, wasn't he? Yeah. That's right. Um, So in 1961, he actually got married. Jerry Brudos got married to a 17-year-old girl. Um, And he had two kids with her. And they actually, like, settled in a suburb. Like, they were living in a suburb. Wait, how old was he when this happened? Uh, Let's see. 1961, he married her. So, uh, he graduated from high school in 1957. Okay, so he's in his 20s. 61, he would have been 22. Okay. And he married a 17-year-old girl. In today's times, that would be, you know, like the guy wearing the monster hat and the wife beater. Yeah, yeah. Knocking yeah. <laughs> up his 17 year old girlfriend. Right. Um, so yeah, he he actually got married. He had two kids, they settled in a suburb like typical nineteen fifties, early sixties existence. Yeah. Um, other than the fact that he made her do housework naked except for wearing high heels while he took pictures. Yeah, it's a
0: red flag if I've ever seen one.
1: A little bit, yeah, for sure. Um, so he also began to complain of migraine headaches and blackouts. Um, basically, I, I, I almost feel like he knew he was going to get in some real shit and he needed a cover for it to be able to say like, I'm not responsible for my actions because I have blackouts. Yeah. Um, so, uh, he would relieve his symptoms of headaches and blackouts with night prowling raids to steal shoes and and underwear. <laughs> he would go on panty raids, basically. <laughs> <laughs> he's putting a this married account. dude living
0: in a suburb. She's like, Where are you going, honey? And he's like, I'm going on
1: another raid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's like, Okay. Be careful.
1: Um, well, here's an interesting thing is he actually did go through a transgender period. Okay. Where he used a female persona, he had a a female persona, like all the time no I think just just whenever he was as a way of dealing with his feelings i guess i I don't okay. know a hundred percent sure how often um yeah so I'm kind of. You know, there's a lot of information about Jerry Brudos, so there's just there's a lot to really kind of go through here. Yeah, Um, yeah. he did uh, in let's see, uh, in 1967, he's actually believed to have attacked a woman in 1967. Now, this was before he started killing anybody, but apparently, he targeted a woman because he liked her shoes, and followed her home, and he went went into her house after she was asleep. He strangled her until she was unconscious, raped her, and then left and then took all of her shoes with him. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Jerry Brudos is... Uh, yeah, he's, he's a not... piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, he really is a piece of shit. So, yeah, I mean... We're about to kind of get into the actual killings themselves. Did but did you, just the, <clears throat> I mean, I'm, I'm reading general,
0: right here about his garage. Did you mention yes,
1: that? Yes, I was I was about to say that. He uh, he had his garage, and that's where he would usually kill his victims, and he would also keep their shoes, underwear, and the bodies in the garage that he wouldn't let his wife enter without arriving, announcing her arrival on an intercom that he had set up in the house. God. And they had like a freezer out in the garage where they would keep meat, you know. Yeah. And if they needed meat out of the freezer, she had to actually like ask him on the intercom, like, "Jair Bear, can you bring in some steaks?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, big you chair. Know? He's like, um, yeah, honey. So his first kill, um, confirmed anyway. Um so his first kill was Linda Slauson. She was a 19-year-old door-to-door encyclopedia salesman, because that was a thing back then. Um, she paid a visit to Jerry Brudos' home and he pretended uh to be interested in buying a set of encyclopedias to, you know, to get her in the house. Yeah. Um he lured her into the basement while his while his mother and children were in the house. And he knocked her out with a wooden plank and then strangled her. <laughs> and Lord. then he dressed her in a lot of the, the, the different stolen undergarments that he'd had and shoes that he'd stolen. He dressed her in different ones and arranged her in poses and took photos. Um, but he also used a hacksaw to cut off her left foot, which he then kept in the freezer and used it to model his collection of high-heeled shoes. God. Before dumping the body in the Williamette River. So he kind of escalated pretty heavy right there.
0: He kept the foot and you used yeah. it as a model. Yes. That's insane.
1: Yes. Um, same same deal. Um, let's see. Uh one of the next victims was Karen Sprinker. She was 18. Um, he abducted her at gunpoint from a parking lot outside a department store um, in May of 1968. And he was dressed in women's clothes when he attacked her in the parking lot. So there's a fat dude wearing women's <laughs> clothes with a gun threatening a lady in a parking lot. Oh, Lord. I mean um, I'm sure that
0: was terrifying where she was just like, What the hell is happening right now?
1: Yes. Um So then what he did was he brought her to his garage and he made her try on again the undergarments. He didn't she was she wasn't dead yet. He made her try them all on and pose while he photographed her. Then he raped her, and then he strangled her by hanging her up from the neck by a pulley. In his garage. And then he had sex with the dead body on several occasions, and then cut off her breasts to make molds of them.
0: What? Oh my god.
1: And then afterwards, he tied the body to a six-cylinder car engine and threw it in the river. <laughs> I mean, I never said these things weren't gonna get crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, Jerry Brudos is is a really interesting one. Um, So, then one of his next victims was uh, Jan uh, Whitney, which her car apparently had broke down on I-5 between Salem and Albany in uh, November of 1968. So, his first kill was January of 1968, and then, of course, we had... uh, the next one in May of 1968, and then we have November of 1968. Um, and then he apparently saw her st- broke down on the side of the road then, and then offered her to drive her to his home with the excuse of letting her call a tow truck there. But while still uh, in the car, of course, he raped her with a... Or he, well, he strangled her and then raped her after she was dead. And then again, here's the pulley with the garage in the garage. He kept the body hanging from the pulley in the garage for several days. Uh, during which time he dressed it multiple times and photographed the body and had sex with it.
0: What's insane to me is the the amount of like not questioning that his wife did. Like I, I know it was yeah, a different right. time. Like so, you know, back then it was depending on the uh style of family, you know, it was more like maybe she was like uh, did she work or was she more of like a stay at home wife?
1: I would assume she's a stay at home wife.
0: Cause if that's the case, like did she never try to go in that garage at all? Like what the hell is he hiding in there? You know, like what is in your own garage that you don't know about, which is, that's crazy to me that if she's like, Hey, like I'm going to come in he's like, no, no, like you got to stay out. Like what the hell are you doing out there? You know, like, yeah, something's fishy, but yeah, she just kind of let it go, I guess.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. It, it's very. There's not a lot of info about anything other than him, so it's kind of hard to. Yeah, I, I tried to, to look at pictures of
0: her know. and like find out what happened to his wife, but yeah, there's there's like two pictures that I could find, and then nothing after that. So I don't know, like if she's still alive or or what.
1: Yeah, um, so, okay, the, um, of course, this time with this, with this girl, you know, he kept the body hanging in, in from a pulley in his garage for several days after, you know, he dressed, d- dressed the body, photographed, and had sex with it some more. Yeah. But this time, uh, Brudos only cut, cut off one of her breasts and made a resin mold of it that he used as a paperweight. Huh.
0: No one called that out either? Or was that just a n- <laughs> That had to be one of his like I'll keep this in the garage. Like otherwise it's I like guess. Hey Jer, what kind of paperweight you got there? <laughs> He's like, oh, nothing. It's like, yeah, Um like so
1: then he tied this body to a piece of railroad iron and threw it in the river again, along with the original foot that he had, the one that he was that he used to model, because that foot had rotted.
0: Oh good.
1: So he threw that foot in the in the river now that it had rotted. Um, he, he then attempted to, uh, this, he actually waits all the way till April of 1969. He actually attempts to abduct a, a woman at gunpoint from a parking garage in Portland, Oregon, but is d- isn't successful. Okay. Good for him. And her. then he attempts to abduct another woman on the very next day, April 22nd. <laughs> He's like not successful, not not taking that L, you know. Yeah, not I'm successful. Only, only here for dubs. Then, on the third day, he is successful. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> and he abdu- he abducts uh, a woman named uh, Linda Salee, age twenty two, uh, from a mall parking lot. Um, I'm assuming that he was wearing the women's clothing again. Probably. Uh, So after he abducted her, he brought her to his garage, where, again, raped and strangled her and played with her corpse again. But this time, he didn't cut off her breasts because they were, this is a direct quote from the man himself, they were too pink.
0: Jesus.
1: So instead, he um, basically attached her body to an electrical current to make it jump, which failed. Instead, I think he kind of cooked her a little bit. No, God. Um, so then of course he tied it to a car transmission and threw it in the river. Hmm. Um, if he, apparently i if he like would...
0: rode around in women's clothes because I don't know that would stand out in this time period. Yeah. Like it would be pretty obvious, but I don't know. Maybe he changed real quick or maybe he just threw a wig and shirt on or something real fast.
1: Yeah. I don't really know. Um, What eventually led to the downfall of Brudos was that a fisherman found the bodies of uh, a couple of the girls in the, in the river, basically. Yeah. And so then the police started asking around, uh, since the girls were younger, you know, college age, they started asking around at a local uh, university campus about, you know, any suspicious dudes (laughs) running around there basically. And one of the students led them to Jerry Brudos who had apparently called this girl several times, asking her for a date, claiming to be a Vietnam vet- veteran. <laughs> um, and one of the students actually went out with with the caller. Oh, jeez. Jerry Brudos, which was quote was described as a heavy set man with light hair and freckles. And during the during the date, the guy actually made reference to the dead women found in the river. And the possibility of taking his date away and strangling her.
0: What the hell?
1: And she she survived this. He didn't he didn't act on this for her.
0: He was um, just like being creepy.
1: Yeah. And then police asked her to call him if this if this dude ever called her again. Yeah. And she did and set up a meeting with him. He called again and said, let's go on another date. And she set up a meeting with him at her dorm, and after a few days, the man, who turned out to be Brudos, uh, called and agreed to get together with her. Um, And instead of his date, though, uh, Jerry Brudos found the police waiting for him when he arrived. Um, They interviewed him and decided to investigate him further as a possible suspect for these bodies that they were finding. Um, But apparently, a young woman that he had previously attempted to abduct identified him one of those two (laughs) that got away yeah uh they were able to identify him and they were able to get a search warrant for a home um and that's where they found uh the nylon rope that matched the ropes that he was tying them to to the car parts and stuff but they also found all of his photos of the victims where he would string them up by the pulley and dress them and take photos they found all of those oh of course um he admitted to four murders as well as several other assaults and attempted abductions uh, so he was charged with the two murders where they found the bodies, um, but he al- he also tried to to skirt the punishment by claiming that he was not guilty because he was insane. Hmm. Um, the mental health experts actually said otherwise, though. They said that he was actually legally sane, um, and they actually said that Brutus knew what he did was wrong, and he never showed any signs of remorse for his actions. <laughs> Um, he was actually, he pled guilty to the murders of Saley, Sprinker, and Whitney, um, but he was never tried for Slawson's murder, which uh, she was the first one. He was never tried for her murder, though, um, because uh, they were never able to find her body. Oh.
0: He um,
1: didn't tell them where it was, or they just couldn't find no, it? They just couldn't find it because he dumped it in the river. Oh, yeah. Um, but apparently, uh, he received three consecutive life, life sentences with the possibility of parole. Come on, Oregon. (laughs) Well, Um, they just legalized a bunch of drugs, so. Well, okay, fair enough. (laughs) Um, so of course his wife divorced him in 1970 and left the state with their two children and she has since changed their name. Um, the entire time he was in jail, he tried to appeal his conviction numerous times.
0: Failing, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, um at the t- at the time of his death, he was the longest incarcerated inmate in the history of the Oregon Department of Corrections.
0: Oh, well, good for him breaking
1: records. 37 years. Jeez. Um so yeah, he he tried. He tried to get out numerous times. Um but while he was uh while he was incarcerated, he had piles of women's shoe catalogs in his cell. With him, he wrote to companies asking for them and claimed that they were a substitute for pornography. Uh, um, okay, basically, he, in one of his appeals, he actually said that a photograph taken of him with one of the victim's corpses couldn't prove that he was actually guilty. <laughs> what the hell? That was that's what he actually said. Um, so yeah um really, besides the couple bodies that they found in the in the river and then the the few things they found in his garage along with the you know the the copper wire and the the uh, nylon cord that he used to tie the bodies to those to, to the weights, that's yeah. about the only thing that's actually tied him to these murders because he's never actually confessed, really he's right. pled guilty. Uh, he confessed to Slosson's murder, which is the only one that they haven't found her body. But the the others, he disputes those.
0: God, well, he's not disputing shit now.
1: No, no, he's not. I mean, he's dead. But <laughs> 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 um, uh, so that uh, that's the story of Jerry Brutos. Um, <laughs> if you want to learn a little bit more about Jerry Brutos. Again, he was featured in the the Netflix series Mindhunter. Ah, okay.
0: Uh, just like uh,
1: uh, Ed Kemper, right? Yes, just like Ed Kemper. Um uh, I mean, he was one of the one of the early serial killers that was interviewed by by those by those early FBI guys to try to develop a profile for serial killers. So, Jerry Brudos was one of the ones that helped them develop profiles to determine who's a serial killer and who's not basically. Yeah, so I mean, I guess if there's anything he's contributed to the world, I guess it's that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but basically everything from Jerry Brudos centers around a his shoe fetish and b his hatred for his mother. Sounds about right. Which, like we've said before, it's there's a common theme there. Um. Yeah. As far it's... as you know, the hatred for your mother and having a an abusive mother that hates you. Right. That was a thing with Ed Kemper, and that was a thing uh, with Jerry Brudos. I have I have to wonder though. I mean, we didn't really get a lot of background info on Vince Vincent Lee. No, I week.
0: I tried, and there wasn't a whole lot. It's he's kind of a closed book.
1: That's kind of interesting. He's he's one of those that I actually think was actually just straight up crazy.
0: Yeah that that dude was just straight insane
1: for sure yeah for sure because he um, had
0: there was nothing like really that led up to it you know like he had, yeah. had some mental illness but then it was just like from nothing to immediately cannibalizing and decapitating someone
1: yeah um if uh if you also want to uh part of the um the character from The Silence of the Lambs of of the actual killer was based around uh, Jerry Brudos. Oh, yeah.
0: It was like a combination of him and like Ed Gein, right?
1: Yeah, Buffalo Bill was based around... um, Well, he's based around uh, Ed Kemper, actually, slightly. Um, Ed Gein. And also... um, Let's see, Ed Kemper... Ed Gein, Jerry Brudos uh uh the the main one though is Gary Heidnick is who they based based him mainly around um because Gary Heidnick was the one who would uh hold women prisoners in a pit in his house
0: oh fun
1: so we'll actually we'll get into Gary Heidnick actually um <laughs> maybe next week or in the next, in the coming weeks, we'll get into Gary Heidnick because I'm, I'm interested to learn more about him. Um, So yeah, that's been uh, that's been another episode of our serial Saturdays. Uh, Be sure to catch our regular uh, funny news, news episodes in the middle of the week on Wednesdays. And uh, every Saturday will be a new episode of serial Saturday for you guys. Uh, So I'm going to, I'm going to get out of here. Hopefully uh, Jerry Brudos isn't going to, haunt your dreams tonight (laughs) or steal your shoes or steal your shoes (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm gonna get out of here i'll see you guys uh on wednesday bye